Welcome to a very special episode of the 9th Avenue 9. For those of you who have never been to one of our Easter vigils before who are listening, we are really, really excited about what we have in store this year. So I am going to welcome to the 9th Avenue 9 my two friends, Chris Scanlon and Pam Keske. Hello. Hi. Hello. Happy and to be happy to be here. Are you happy to be here? I am happy to be yeah, here. Mainly. For sure. So I'm going to begin this podcast. We're going to get. I'm going to get to in a moment as to what we're going to be talking about. But talking through a little bit about who's involved behind the scenes in this great vigil that we have coming. So, Chris, what would you call yourself when it comes to this vigil? And Pam, what would you call yourself when it comes to this vigil? I think technically I would be the director. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm the artistic director. So mm-hmm. they work together pretty hand in hand from mm-hmm. from day one. And for those of you who have never been to a visual, and those who have, it's a big production as far as, as Church of the Cross, you know, size of things go, right? I mean, it's a big deal. You all have been, when did you start planning this vigil? Well, I, I did actually have some original ideas last June, mm-hmm. but we started planning specifically Pretty much right after Christmas. Uh-huh. Yeah, in January. Yeah, in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when you really started actually putting pieces together yep. and starting to work through Yeah, just things. the two of us sitting down and going, okay, what are we going to do this year? Yeah. And who else is involved with some of the pieces? We were just before we, uh, you, you, the two of you had the privilege of hearing Bex and I arguing about the Dodgers and Giants. <laughs> so she must be involved somehow, and you all got caught in the crossfire. What is she doing in, in the with with this? Yeah, Bex is our stage manager, and she's also running all of our um, lighting and technical side of things. Apart from sound, we still require the expertise of Jesse Hamer. For the that. expertise of Jesse Hamer, a Ninth Avenue Nine guest, mm-hmm. uh, early on as with yourself. Mm-hmm. You guys were really close to the beginning, as yeah. I recall. And then who else is uh, taking uh, some specific jobs with, with the vigil this year? So um, Aiden Ruck helps. He's just a great detail guy, and he's got a background in theater. And um, so he is doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes pieces that Chris and I just don't think about, and he's really good at thinking about those. And then Becky Galstead is also helping um the same kind of thing, background stuff and and vision. And, um, you know, we sort of started with a, once we had it, a basic vision. And mm-hmm. then we brought it to these three people. Yeah. And then it kind of grows and morphs and um, turns into what it's going to be. Great. And who are the performers this year? Or, oh. or is that a surprise? <clears throat> Should we not know that going in? I don't... We're two weeks away at this point. <laughs> We're recording this two weeks from the day of the vigil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's a, a surprise. Um, we have a, a really good variety of ages. We have um, the pageants back um, who have moved to Resurrection, Resurrection and they uh, their whole family did a great job last year. Yeah. And we're super blessed to have them back again this year. Uh, we have John Towner, Skylar Zilka, Katie Humnick, uh, Jessica and Finn. Katie was in it last year. Yep. Uh, Jessica and Finn McAlpin, who have never even seen an Easter Vigil. They jumped before. in, though, huh? They jumped in. Micah Peterson, Micah Peterson and Kate Winter and Liam Whiskus. There you go. Wow. That's, that is a, a, a broad group of people. That's really cool. 
I feel like this is the Oscars. I want to make sure that I don't. Yeah, you forget. don't want to forget. I don't anyone. want to forget anyone. We can edit something back in later <laughs> if you want. <laughs> that's, that's, that's everybody. Yep. Yep, good. That's everybody. Good. So great, gender and age and all of it. Well, mix. good. Good. Um, so for those of you who have never been to a vigil, or if you've never heard this before, the vigil Easter vigil in general is a is a very old tradition in the church. And for us, what I think, and I think at some points of the church, it, it's like supposed to be going like the tradition is that goes all night so that it ends like, you know, you know, at the time of, of the resurrection. But for us, we still, it's still a long service. Uh, we do two services. Uh, we've done two services the last couple years, one of them at 430 and then the longer one at seven. Mm-hmm. And technically, uh, the Thursday, Monday, Thursday and Good Friday services technically don't end. So really, the good, the Easter vigil service technically starts on Thursday and continues all the way through the night on Saturday. There you go, because we got the, the prayer watch yeah. mm-hmm. on Thursday night, and then right. we have... The triduum, things. for those of you that really want to... The what? Go. The tridu, tridu, triduum, I think is how it's pronounced. I don't know what you're talking about, and Pam does <laughs> But, it's those, so, it's, but it's, you sound really but smart. Yeah, you sound... You're, 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 you're yeah, teaching us. I'll be on uh, the, <laughs> the, the diocese podcast soon enough. Word and table for... To explain that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll have you. I'm sure that's that, but that's I'm, I'm after fr- Stephen needs to. Yeah, get a lot of I'm fairly certain that's the those final three services of Holy Week. Got it. So I try. Yeah, there you go. I guess that makes sense. Well, cool. So, as for those of you who've listened to the podcast before, you know that nine is a big number for us. So I so Chris told me that what we would be talking about is nine things to look for in the in the vigil. Nine, nine symbols. symbols yeah. Nine symbols, and we don't mean like symbols in an orchestra, right? No, we no, don't. Maybe it's we'll do that C- next it's year. S S Y M B O L, not C Y M. Yeah, good. Because that would, but that would be interesting. That nine would be symbols. Times when there's symbols. Ironic. It would be really, it would be really convenient if we had nine readings and I could just pick one symbol from each. But we we picked some overall symbols and okay. some reading specific symbols. Yeah. Okay. So, what are we gonna be looking for? What are the symbols this year? Um, so I'll start with the big one right off the bat. Um, the biggest symbol that we started off with was the light of Christ. Um, okay. If you haven't seen an Easter vigil service, we start by the Paschal candle entering into the sanctuary and the chanting of the light of Christ. And that's kind of where the inspiration came from, from the get-go. So we will see throughout the readings, uh, the light increasing, um, being diminished at the fall. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see various ways where light will be introduced as we move from the fall into more restoration. Okay. Yeah. Um, Another symbol that you'll see um, growing is, is the river of life. And um, you'll see that in lots in, and it'll get pretty obvious what that is. So it is connected to the light. We're also bringing in a lot of color and a lot of visual movement. Um, If you're, if you love the colors of the church year and oh, the yeah. symbols that those things mean, um, you're going to see them. They're okay. going to they're going to show up, and um, so you can watch for for that that river of life happening, and then also the colors and the symbols that you know green as the Holy Spirit and red as sacrifice, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So so yeah, that's kind of another symbol piece. Okay, so light of Christ, river, river of life, of life. Mm-hmm. 
last year we did everything very literally um, during the readings. There was very literal representations of um, the stories, even in some of the more poetic readings. There was still a lot of literal imagery. Um, the reason why we're going symbolically or sharing symbols is because so much of what we're doing is symbolic. Um, some of it you might not even catch unless you're very specifically looking for it. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite moments uh, to look forward to this year is actually in the fall, um, the fall reading, and that is the way in which we deconstruct the perfectly made order of creation. Okay. Um, so that's definitely a fun thing to keep an eye out for mm -hmm. because we talked about it during rehearsal and I was like, hey, why don't you do it this specific way? And the feedback was, well, is anybody even notice that? <clears throat> and I said, well, one person might. Um, and that, that one person will be richer for having, you know, notice that symbol. So I think it'll be fun if you're hearing this podcast and getting that clue to keep an eye out for the ways that we're... Since you said that, what if the one person who is richer was a rich Thorpe? Since his wow, name is Rich. that's deep. That would be great, wouldn't it? That would be. I don't... Such could, a bad joke. Could Rich know. become more rich? <laughs> so that's... Uh, I think that's three things. That's three. So we're moving, uh, are we moving uh, too fast? No, no. We're, we're, we're doing great. We're doing great. And you can talk more about that if you want. I don't want to move along. I don't have a whole lot more to add to that because I think... My number's right. Yeah, no, I think that would... I think if I said any more, it might ruin the... Right. Yeah. Well, trying, there to is, find, trying to find it. Having gone to many uh, vigils myself, there is a really neat surprise element mm -hmm. to all of this yeah. where we get to see every year how we're going to do the, the the same readings in a different light or a different way. No pun intended. Yeah. And the, and the crazy part is we will put together all of these symbols, all of these ideas, and then after the fact, someone will come up and say, wow, I loved this specific moment and the way that symbolized X, Y, and Z. And then I'm like... I didn't think of it that way. Thank you Good for catching you. that. You know, like yeah, the, yeah. the Holy it's Spirit really, cool. really is working in so many different ways in the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another symbol, I think about a, a focal point and, and as an artist, a focal point is kind of where a picture tends to be centered around. Um, our focal point for this vigil is the altar. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of things are happening connected to the altar. So everything goes back to the sacrifice of Christ and the hope that comes through that sacrifice um, and the light that comes through that sacrifice. And um, so you'll see us doing stuff using our altar, our literal altar, to, um, to just reinforce that concept. Um, yeah, so I don't know if they've ever done that before, but that's what we're doing this year. <laughs> well, and also, I don't know how much this is part of it. Of course, this might be what you, uh, to what you just said, is that since Thursday night, we we stripped the altar and we don't have communion on Good Friday, which is, I think, the only service practically of the we whole year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we don't have good, the altar being a center point is right. a wonderful, yeah. wonderful idea. Yeah, so it's just going to be even more visually that. Yeah. Great, yeah. great. I okay. go up to five? Yes, this is number five. Uh, this is less a symbol and more of an idea. Um, we had one of our actors come to us and ask about wearing a costume. Mm -hmm. And we specifically said no. And the reason why was because this vigil, we really want to have uh, uniformity to all the actors, as if um, in each of the readings, we're all a part of those readings. There's a couple readings where... 
the congregation and um, the choir will be involved. And so there's a greater participation in the readings. Mm -hmm. Um, We're doing something slightly different with Jonah to kind of give the feel that in a sense, we're all Jonah's. And so there's a little bit of an element that we are all, all participating in this story from the fall to restoration. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So again, not necessarily a symbol, but fun thing to keep an eye out for is the ways we nod to the fact that it's not just about this specific character in this specific Old Testament reading, but we are all at times these characters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sort of echoes of these themes through these people where these people in the different stories are sort of hot spots of these ideas that go through all of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 Where Jonah is in the belly and that's where, and Jesus makes reference to mm-hmm. that in his mm-hmm. teachings and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that one was technically a little bit of a spoiler, but that's, that one, right. it's a pretty, pretty weak spoiler. So it's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll help you understand it. Uh, well, and there is always a really neat part to, to the vigil where there are, we, we vary the readings a little bit year by year. I mean, they're all the same. There's a few that we always have that are always part of it, but then mm-hmm. there's always ones where you can choose to do them or yeah. not do them. Yeah, but we're, we're doing a few that we haven't done for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Abraham and Isaac. Technically, we did do it in 2021 when we did the videos, but we haven't done it on stage oh, in a long right. time. And Jonah. We, ha- we have not done Jonah in a little while either. On stage. On stage, I believe. Yeah, I don't remember. I know that I know that that we've done videos of it in the past. I know we did we did the when we did the the diocese we that was the contribution yeah. we made. I know um, sometimes the readings kind of pick themselves based on some of the themes that we've already discussed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. we read through the readings that were are available for us to select. And then we're like, oh, we need to use this because I'm starting to see these images. And that's yeah. how we, they come to be. Mm-hmm. And last year, it was very obvious the theme that we wanted to have with the door, if you yeah, recall. Of and so then as we prayerfully considered those readings, which readings fit into that motif, and then this year, it felt like the readings were just like screaming at us that they needed to be included with this light of Christ um, concept. Okay, so you bring up a good a good question for me. Um, so if light of Christ is a big, you know, symbol that you're mm-hmm. saying, it was last year when you were approaching the vigil, the door was door. I feel like I remember beforehand us hearing about the door. The symbolism of the door was central to the whole thing. Yeah. Literally, like it was in the middle of the stage, but yeah. also th- uh, that was your your symbol that really seemed to carry it last year. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So this year, it sounds like there might be more than just one, but light being... I think it started think... with light and then... And light... altar. You said altar. Is and the altar. altar. Yeah. And the river. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. It started with light mm-hmm. and then it started... Then we added color because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, as soon as you introduce light, you're interested, introducing color into the world. And then as we went through the readings, there just, there were, it's a less centralized image. There's a lot more, lots of different lots symbols, of different symbols that come together. Yeah. Um, it's not quite all of the IMs that Jesus says, but 
-hmm. it does get quite a few of them. Yeah, okay, does. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. <clears throat> yeah, it does. That's true. All right, so what's number six? Um, uh, number six uh, kind of ties in with our participation in the story, kind of my last symbol, but this one is specifically talking about ways we introduced Isaac's role in and his obedience in the, his potential sacrifice mm -hmm. um, with Abraham and Isaac. And so there's a few different nods throughout that reading that tie in what Isaac's role must have been um, kind of reading between the lines because there's not like a, from Isaac's perspective, this is what happened, but um, I think anytime I've read Abraham and Isaac, I've always wondered, you know, he's clearly old enough to carry the wood up there. He's mm -hmm. clearly old enough to he's old enough participate to and to know that, wait, we're going for a sacrifice and there's no lamb. Mm -hmm. And eventually he... I mean, he gets placed upon the wood, you know, he, it, mm -hmm. it's just a, there's part of it where he is participating in that willingness to be sacrificed in a lot of ways. And so there's a couple little nods to look out for as far as um, the role that children play in mm -hmm. the story of, in God's story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what are we on? Seven. 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 Oh, we're going to come up with... Oh, boy, guys. Y'all are doing more. really well. I mean, keeping it relatively... Yeah. All right. Um, along with the... the a, a character or characters that are huge symbols of things bigger than the, just the story itself is Adam and Eve. So Adam and Eve obviously um, do creation and they will be... Um, carrying light with them mm -hmm. um, and went at the fall that light leaves and then you'll we're going to see um, them I don't know if this might be a little spoiler but we are going to see them return and they're going to very much return as the bride of Christ in Zephaniah mm -hmm. so um, spoiler alert that is a little bit of spoiler but I'm not telling them how <laughs> I'm just telling them they are Okay. And those and those lights that they had in creation will also return in Zephaniah, and um, that that's a big kind of visual statement. And mm -hmm. then that's the part where uh, oh, the whole congregation will be able to participate in finishing what we're doing with the altar. Cool. Um, so that's seven. Well, and I will say as a, as a, somebody who doesn't care about spoilers <laughs> in general. My wife and I have argued about this our entire marriage. Like, she does not want to hear something. To me, like, with with stories, knowing what's coming sometimes actually makes it more meaningful. I am the type of person who will figure out what's coming mm -hmm. right before it happens. Like, you know, like, <laughs> halfway through a movie or a story. So, I think it, But it I think that anticipation... But I think the anticipation can be Absolutely. can be helpful. I agree. Yeah. I do try to keep myself from getting spo spoiled. But I, I guess I'm trying to think like if something is spoiled for me, then then the maybe good, it, finding good in that. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. Numero ocho. I'm realizing this one is very similar to kind of how I stated before. Um, I mentioned that. We are all characters, we can all identify as characters in the Old Testament readings that are dramatically read during the Easter Vigil. 
um, you know, by various ways we, we do that. Um, but there's also a fun aspect. Um, we're doing something we've never done before and we've wanted to do for a long time. It comes up in the planning every year and we never figure out how we can do something like this. But we're going to do it. <laughs> I can't tell you because that would be a big spoiler. You, get, you got me interested. So, yeah, yeah be here April 8th <laughs> at 4.30 or 7. Well, there you go. Your number 8 is be here April 8th. Right, there you go. Perfect. You go. Um, <laughs> because if you're not, you're going to miss something yeah. that you've so, been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, apart from the joke of that, um, mm-hmm. there is the way we can identify in the best and worst of the characters in the Old yeah. Testament reading. Yeah. But there's also a way in which we participate in restoration in a way that we participate in bringing the light of Christ out into the world and helping rebuild and restore creation. Mm-hmm. And so that is, I think, a separate symbol and concept to be on the lookout for. There's a few readings that really lean into our participation in mm-hmm. restoration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was eight. That was eight. I can think of one more. I thought you had five. Well, I don't have another one written down, but I can think of another one. Well, and if you don't have one, we can tell, especially for people who have never been to a vigil before, uh, one thing that you can really be looking out for is a big moment after the Zephaniah reading. That's true. I like, was, like, you know what like, I was going to... If you think about it, if if there's people... Because we have a, a lot of new folks. Were the yeah. Macalpins here for last no. year's? I mean, even them being in Texas it. Texas has never seen an Easter visit. Exactly. <laughs> so there is a word I mean, that, that if, if, if I may step in and say number nine, if you don't have one, since I'm trying to keep it, if you have a tenth one, that's fine too. <laughs> what, you know, we, we say we, there's been a word that's been absent from our liturgy that mm-hmm. one of the great moments every year is that that word returns during yeah. after our final Old Testament reading. Mm-hmm. And, and especially if you come to the seven o'clock uh, vigil, there's a wonderful uh, little continuity between that and then our Romans reading happening right after mm-hmm. baptisms because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the Romans reading is, is has that yeah. imagery too. So that would be my, one thing I can add as a footnote if you and if you have another actual ninth thing. I was going to say the ninth could be to come and find Pam and tell us a symbol that you really enjoy. <laughs> or that too. That would make me really <laughs> It would be a lot of fun. So uh, I will say one, one thing, one other question I have now that we've, we've gone through those is um, I did one of these a couple years ago, uh, 2021. I, I helped with a, one of the, the readings and one yes. of the things that we did was a Zoom where we all sort of just threw, threw ideas out. Did you have one meeting like that where you all, or did you come to some of this with a vision that you therefore gave to your actors and you all came up with more? We have pivoted a little bit. In years past, we have done like a Zoom call mm-hmm. and then we've uh, basically just started from scratch and just had a big brainstorming session. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've also changed from having individual directors for each reading. Yeah. So now we have one cast and one group of directors and we all do everything. So Pam and I really did that first initial brainstorming Mm -hmm. and then we brought in the other directors, fine-tuned what the script would look like outside of the words Mm -hmm. and then um, broke up, you know, the reading parts and then we we begged and pleaded for volunteers to be actors and then gave them the vision and even 
during rehearsals, the actors often will be like, hey, what if we do this? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. some of those ideas are often the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they're really fun mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually had, once Chris and I got to a certain point, I had a drawing of, of what it was going to look like so that I could show the other people where we were going and then did a couple iterations of kind that. Kind of a storyboard kind of thing? Yes, yeah. very much a storyboard. Yeah. 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 That's cool. And that's kind of the way my brain works and it and it helps other people catch the vision and then and then run with it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um is there anything else you want to share with anybody? I I'm going to what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna to put together some kind of an announcement and put this because I think this is a really fun idea to I haven't done this before. Well you know, we haven't done the, the we've done the podcast a couple of years now. But I just wanna create some excitement for people because especially for folks who haven't been. I just actually had coffee with uh, with a, a a gentleman who's just started coming to the church about a month ago, and I uh, was talking to him all about the vigil and how exciting it is. So, Carol, what? The lady you accidentally texted images. <laughs> oh, I, Carol, okay. this is a funny story. You want to hear this is actually voice. this is yeah. perfect podcast content. Here. <laughs> okay. This right. is a this is a this PS is last, to the podcast. There you go. Last week. Um, I, we were at the rehearsal and, and I needed to text some of the pictures of what was going on up front to Becky Galstead. Yeah. So I, I texted the pictures and I get this text back that says, what church is this? <laughs> this is lovely. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, wrong number. And so yeah. I, had, I had put Becky's wrong number in wrong. And then I st- this lady just kept texting me, and I ended up telling her about the Easter Vigil, and she's like, well, I do stuff at our, my church in Edina, but maybe I'll come check yours out. <laughs> and so her name is Carol, and right. she may be coming from uh, uh, Edina, there you I go. guess, to see our Easter Vigil, just from looking at a couple pictures. So. The, Lord, the Lord works in mysterious ways. It was ways. really, really well, weird. Well, I mean, it is a... <laughs> Every year it's a very special so service. That's so. our new guerrilla marketing campaign for the yeah, Easter Vigil. Yeah, we're just going to text random people pictures. Come to the Easter Vigil service. <laughs> well, no. I know that I will probably have a chance to say this to you uh, afterwards as well, but thank you for the work you're doing. Thank you for uh, the way that this always is such an inspiration and such a wonderful part of the year. So thank you for your work. And... Um, Stay tuned. I'm sure I'll be putting this podcast up in the next few days. So awesome. stay awesome. tuned if you have any other questions. And those of you listening, you can ask Chris or Pam about <laughs> what's coming. All we right. may or may not answer. And we may or may not answer. <laughs> All right. We are looking forward to it. And then until then, the peace of the Lord be with you. Amen.